Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of... Join or call everyone in the crowd. That was amazing. That. I got, again, the story I told on the, the Las Vegas podcast was... First time I did it, you guys were like, oh, I still don't know what the reference It's in Biscuits advert or something, isn't it's it? Club. You still don't know? I've got a clue, yeah. We if you like half, a <laughs> lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join a club. There you go. Yeah, because a, a few times I've done that, and I'm like, oh, no, that's not it, is it? That's, that's the thing that mm. I'm ripping off. So one more time, you can join in at home, don't be Las Vegas. If you like a lot of resting <laughs> on YouTube, join our Just club. Just imagine some man sat alone in his bedroom, no lights on. <laughs> join our club. I know that's is. for you. That's for <laughs> exactly. you. And when they all joined right in now. at Vegas, I was like, see? <laughs> <laughs> And then what was it you did? You went, oh, oh, shut up, Matthew, just because we can't all mention Contra from 1987. Uh, and one guy went, yeah! <laughs> Contra! <laughs> Not in a Geordie accent. Yeah, yeah, travelled all the way there. Anyway, this is the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Joined as always by... Jack. Thank you. And Big... Ross. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is the award-winning chemistry we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how the hell are you both? I'm as rough as a badge as me. <laughs> I'm, I'm working a half day today, and I went out last night like a tit. You went a full night. That's I'm right. hungover. Did a late shift. But I'll be all right, you know? I'll be all right. Ross? I'm delightful, mate. Just been to the shop with Sam, our local Tesco branch, Tesco Extra. All right. Lovely little shop. Sam wore his wedding ring to the shop. That's normal for couples. Not for Sam. You didn't. Oh, that's mm. right. Yes, there have been pictures on Twitter. I have been seeing a Hashtag ring watch. <laughs> ring watch. Ring watch. Yeah. <laughs> But as I said, you can see my dog at the camera. There, all five ninety nine of it, maybe. I think five hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> What's <that> pounds? <coughs> I think it's from Argos, maybe. It came in a nice little blue box. Oh, sweet, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you really look at for. I'm a just waiting, box. waiting until we get divorced. Now I want to know when it's happening. I thought it would have happened by now, to be honest with you. If you get married in Vegas, where do you go to get divorced? Keyside, I think. Keyside, yeah. yeah. Crown Courts. Sit down. Oh, really? You have to go three or four times, though. That's the, the, the ball ache of it all. That's yeah. the that's the real punishment is the, the divorce process. Because oh. obviously me and Adam were married back at uh, What Culture back in the day. Well, that, was a thing, right. that was a thing that happened. Kenny got <laughs> ordained, <laughs> unbeknownst to us, and had to sign a legitimate marriage contract. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's three or four times. You have to go back and hash it out with the people and whatnot. God, it's really hard that you have to work with your ex. Yeah. <laughs> I had to flirt with them this morning on a news video. We were laughing and looking at each other longingly. 
Oh, it's emotional. Wow. Yeah. Sam, this is better than Sam was getting jealous upstairs. Jesus. There I am in the living room downstairs. <laughs> Did you do the, the shot couch? of him like watching one? <laughs> anyway, the news in wrestling that doesn't concern the dynamics of the Colaholic family. Female superstars, Travis the Saudi, WWE want match. Oh, I didn't even know about this. Hi, Renee Young is going to commentate, presumably. She's on the plane. I feel like I'm now She's on the plane. In England squad. Frank Lampard <laughs> is on the plane. Cannon and Hargreaves <laughs> slot in. Number three, Natalia <laughs> Nightheart. <laughs> and number six, Alexa Bliss. That's Those the, two. The three ladies on the plane. WWE are apparently pushing to have a match, which is a bad thing to come out mm. because now if it doesn't happen, we now know that this, this progressive relationship isn't all that progressive. Imagine getting a flight all the way there if you're like Alexa and Natalia. And then they're, they're On the just, standby list. And they just go, no, you're not I allowed. like number 24, 25, and 26 in the World <sighs> Cup squad. Oh. Get cut at the last minute. So your prince is like, oh, I thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, it, no. It's got to happen now, otherwise it's a massive <clears throat> PR disaster. I don't yeah, see how yeah. they get out of it. Do you remember when they played? They accidentally played the WWE advert with, with Carmella the, the singing and dancing and Carmella gets a <coughs> bottle and the crowd, yeah, the live crowd, oh! <laughs> It's like, it's like the people to see Godzilla and King of the Monsters. Oh, I just realised what I said there. Then it would be a PR disaster if that match didn't happen. Yeah. It already is. We knew it? what you meant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'll you. have to clear that up. Pachiti last week went, oh, NXT never fails to disappoint. <laughs> uh, no. To... You got it right. Yeah, I've got it now. It took us a second, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. hello, hello, hungover Hi, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's have Sober Jack in for a second. Oh, oh it's good, good banner. <laughs> um, Dustin Rhodes, WWE is like prison. I don't know. If, I don't know if he added. Yeah, the same amount of drugs are taken, but <laughs> oh, Whoa. allegedly, did it, did it, did it, and yeah. not in 2019. Oh no, they all play video not. games now, and they're That's boring. Right. They drink water. Oh, <laughs> they're all professional. <laughs> oh. hey guys, after this kale, let's do some yoga. <laughs> <laughs> no, scrap Kevin that. just like oh, <laughs> <laughs> goes into the goes into the locker room like Grandpa Simpson comes out. <laughs> Aye, he did a, a show with Kenny. It was the morning after Walking. Double or Nothing, but it's just been released yesterday or something on you yo, 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 show, as someone we know used to say back in the day. Dragon Eyes, um, <laughs> Did he do that? No, he did. Yo, 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 the T-side melt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> T-side melt. That was the name of the tag team. <laughs> anyway. Um, From I. hell. <laughs> Dustin no, no, more in jokes, please. <laughs> Dustin did a show with Kenny the morning after Dublin yes, Nothing. Yes, he did. The clip got released, released on the Yo show yesterday. Dustin said Dury was like a prison, but a nice prison where you kept... <laughs> I couldn't believe what you were saying. It was like, oh, it's a prison, but a really nice one. They treat you well there for 20 years, paying you millions, oh. probably. So it's not like prison. It's not like prison at all. <laughs> but you can get what it is. I mean, you understand where he's coming from on one hand, because it's like, oh, he's frustrated for the last four years, hasn't been used too much. But then again, you know, you sign the contracts, don't you, and take the money. And... He was hanging out backstage at NXT. Did you see mm. the picture of him with Adam Cole? Nah, having yeah. a kiss, having a smooch. Yeah. Adam Cole's like, hey, do you want to play on this game? He's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I want some ketamine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I forgot, actually, because watching an old clip and of some indie wrestling from a few years ago, and there was guys in the crowd with the R-Truth and Goldust t-shirt, like Step Brothers. And I'm like, oh yeah, he was doing that. Only like, what, two, three years ago? Yeah, years ago, not maybe? even that, was it? It was yeah. pretty soon. Remember when he dipped his foot in the toilet? <laughs> oh, oh. oh yeah, I hate it again, oh, thanks. Oh God. But that t-shirt. Makes me cringe that moment. 
But I, I'm just getting a bit, I don't know if I'm in the minority, I'm just getting a bit tired of everyone that used to work there going, oh, it's horrible. And I know that's a bit hypocritical of me because of the name redacted stuff we used to do. But, you know, when you work for a company for so long, it's nice to have a little thing. Mm. So I'm a bit, you know, yeah, bit, bit, uh, bit conflicted I am on the whole situation okay. with these people shooting all over the shop. Mm. I think it's going to get really exciting when people start jumping one way or the other. That's going to be exciting. Mm. When Dustin Rhodes goes back to WWE and goes, oh, tell you what, AEW is like a borstal. Matt Riddle has been blocked by Goldberg. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is class. And I love that this is news. No, no, no. <laughs> it's on the same response. level. Go on. His response is so good. So Goldberg blocked him on Twitter. We don't know why yet. There was an, well, I saw an interview from 2017 where Riddle was having to go at Goldberg for his short matches and saying, like, oh, it's a bad thing. Like, he could only have short matches and he wasn't capable of having longer matches. So people are putting two and two together then, putting that as the reason why uh, he blocked him. And then he did a screenshot of Goldberg, of, like, the, the page of Goldberg saying, like, this user has blocked you. And then he said, can't wait to see your match on Friday so I can see how good at wrestling you are. <laughs> I love Matt Riddle's gimmick of talking crap about all the main event guys. Because yeah. he, oh, he could actually battle them as well. Maybe yeah, not Lesnar, right. maybe not Lesnar. I'd want to see it regardless. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on. But apparently he's, he's meant well, he's rumoured to be there on Friday, Matt Riddle in the Battle Royal. So I hope he is and I hope there's a scrap backstage and I hope it's filmed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Goldberg. And he's like, Goldberg. I'm not sorry that The Rock met Hornswoggle and thought he was a mate. Make it his kid. I was watching oh. that yesterday. Oh, hey, do we, do we get a photo with? <laughs> oh. Hey, champ, how do you think the show was? I'm on NXT. Of course you are, pal. <laughs> uh, Moxley made his New Japan debut. And mm. Osprey won the best of the Super Juniors. Yeah, me and Sam did a live stream. And it was, oh, how those, was it? Those two last matches were absolutely excellent. Both of them. In different ways, obviously. But the Moxley one was so cool. He came out of the crowd. He had shorts on. Oh, them thighs. Everyone on Twitter has been talking about his thighs, Ooh. including Ooh. Ross. Yeah. Thick, Why would you ever wear jeans? Hmm? Why would you wear jeans? You uh, had thighs like that. He looked cool. And and he... he... I agree with you, Ross. <laughs> go on, Joe. It was just like a brawl, but it worked because there was nothing else on the show on that show like it. So And he, and he wrestled a different... Not a different style. He was doing similar moves and that, but he was just... It was much more hard hit, and he didn't do the wacky line... He did an X-Plex. Like I don't know done. what Twitter account it was, but did you see that he did his, uh, his normal tote through the ropes? Yeah. And someone was like, how much better is it now compared to WWE when he used to do it? Oh, it's the same. It's the same move. It's exactly. the same move. <laughs> but I got what the guy, I mean, it was funny, but at the same time, I got what the guy meant because, yeah, he did it like that, but it just looked better. Did it? Even though it was the same. I thought the it looked exactly the same. was closer and they cl- like clattered into it, I suppose. Yeah. I agree, but then I'm distracted by those thighs. The thighs. <laughs> And he's got a new finisher. Birds, I'd be happy with them. He's got a new finisher. Because he hit the Dirty Deeds and Juice kicked out. And I was like, oh, they've buried... That's the Kabashi DDT. They've buried his finisher. So he did like an elevated one. It oh. was kind of like edges. No, it wasn't because he didn't sit out. But it was like higher angle. Dropped him like... It looked like you dropped him on his head. And they were like, that's the Death Rider. And then he pinned him. Yeah, that sounds like a new Japan name. So he's got a, like a super version of the Dirty Deeds. Which and good. so did he have a translator there to go, well, today I ate, pizza, I ate sushi with a homeless guy. <laughs> He didn't do that whole story. He didn't I drove backwards all the way to Tokyo. <laughs> uh, um, and the main event was absolutely class. I saw people going mental out. Osprey and Shingo. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I do think it's probably going to be one of those ones where Meltzer goes a little bit overboard and goes like, a million and a half star. Wait, at the time... That's literally his thing. Nah, he likes. saves that for NXT, doesn't he? Every NXT main event these days is the best match he's ever seen in WWE or something. Well, there's, in the past week, <laughs> there's been two excellent matches. Adam Cole and Gargano and, and now Osprey and Shingo. I was surprised that Osprey won, but fair play. Do you think Gargano... He's like ready to give Gargano four stars and then a mysterious person leaks some NXT information with the initials JG. <laughs> Five and a half stars, thank you very much. Also, <laughs> wasn't it meant to be Jericho who was like his like informant on the inside, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know I that? Heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that one. The rumors, but everyone else said it's like the cameraman and people like that. Oh right. So this I was like earlier in Jago's career when he was younger. But yeah. And Flair was another one. No. Because Melter was so pro Flair. He looked back at it and he's like, oh, if only Flair had done this. You're like, yeah, that was it. Apart from when he was doing it and it wasn't drawing. Like, no, 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 no. Flair, Flair, Flair. One of the best bits in Bret Hart's autobiography, which is amazing. It's a great autobiography. I do look at it. Go on. But it's when he, he just talked about like the screw job and after it, everything. And he, yeah, gets, yeah. he gets his on a plane and he's so angry and stuff. And he's like, and for the first time in my life, I picked up the phone and called Dave Melter. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Dave, it's me. <laughs> Flair? Oh, I made me in brown. I'm going to butcher the name. I do apologize. Um, Atushi Aoki, I mm. believe. Um, Old Japan Processing World Junior Heavyweight Champion and wrestled uh, in Scotland, I believe, because I think oh, somebody from ICW did a picture of like he's doing there. And he was in Dub in 2007. Yeah, really? passed away. Mm. Um, he was a, a car crash, I believe. I think it was a motorcycle. Yeah, a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. I don't know anything about the guy, though, apart from that. So. Apparently, he was the second most, like, he had the second most reigns with that belt or something. He was, like, a, a like a stalwart of the division and stuff, so that's sad. Yeah. Did yeah. you, you watch any of his matches? I haven't watched any of his matches. Oh, okay. I need to, yeah. I should do. Yeah. Uh, also, to, on a downer note, Bully Ray in Ring of Honor. <laughs> what a story. This just keeps on giving this. All right, so some lad, I forget his name. Let's just call him, just call him Josh. 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 Call his real name then. Because right, <laughs> Josh. I met him, as I said off camera, I met him the week before in Las Vegas. That's right. You you were shouting upset at used to women down the street. No, man. <laughs> no, um, oh, sorry, once we're He was now. in the block next to us in our in the hotel, and we got an Uber back together from the um, indie show I went to. And yeah. Cool. And I thought we followed each other on Twitter days before this happened. I was right. like, oh my God, what are the chances? So Josh starts typing up. They went to Ring of Honor show, and judging by the photos, he was not joined by many people there. <laughs> <laughs> And he went there, and Velvet Sky and the other women who were in the Allure, group, the I, Allure. I don't watch Ring Ball, I'm right. sorry. Um, yeah, the Allure came out, and sounds like it was doing a French impression, isn't it? <laughs> Allure. <laughs> Vic Reeves, ooh, wow. We got the called Allo. Allure. So Allo came out and started giving it that. And according to his timeline, they spat. On him, or one of them, him. one of them spot on him. Yeah, and like call him a virgin. So he said words effective. Yeah, I'd rather be a virgin than shag and bully Ray. Yeah, at which case Velvet got annoyed, goes backstage apparently and putting the two and two together, tells Bully Ray security come and get the guy and take him backstage. Which I it's amazing to me that security do this at like an event that's in the casino or something. Just like, sit yeah, him come down. Come with us. Yeah. <laughs> what? Not, not not to throw you out to come backstage. So Bully Ray said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Talking about a woman. Of all the people. <laughs> yeah, so and then he was just like, you know, uh, he basically said Billy Ray was, you know, giving it that, but I'm sure Billy Ray's a big guy. I'm not sure oh my Josh God, he's is. So, uh, do you maybe be like, hey, how you doing? He's jo- like, Josh is like, just from my personal expertise on the situation, Josh I'm is glad like, that we got you here as the Josh expert. Josh is like, Josh is like my height, but a bit built. Oh, okay. He's not, so bully, he's not Billy Ray. He's not 300 pounds. Ray. Uh, he also looks a bit like Roderick Strong. Quite a handsome chap, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apart- pe- got the mental picture in your head now. Great. So this is the this is so Roderick Strong's on a bully ray. Roderick Strong's on his knees, <laughs> <laughs> and he hits him with a sick backbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they probably says, oh, "Don't do that." And they go back, go back, and and then bully ray said he hasn't denied the events happened. He said security got, got the guy. He took it backstage, which is amazing. He said, "No, I just said this. Hey, go and be a fan." And all these other guys like, "Yeah, you know, how dare you disrespect me?" But as far as I know, none of the women have said that have denied spitting on the guy. 
or like call him a virgin. <coughs> and as far as I'm concerned, the gloves are off if he gets spit on. That's Ooh. out of order. That like that. No, nah, I mean don't don't spit me and then go. No, don't say negative things about us. Velvet Sky said that it was like the second show in a row that he'd done this or something. Apparently, he's quite a vocal heckler of the heels. Jesus Christ, this guy's been to two Ring of Honor shows in a year. <laughs> but like, exactly, and like just buy one get one free. And they did say that the things he was saying or like. Was, were more sexually vulgar or you was doing vulgar gestures or whatever like more than he said in his story but you can't imagine just kick him out then you can't yeah. you can't yeah. imagine like, I think Pachi or someone said the other day like imagine you're a, a play and he said imagine you're going to see Aladdin and then just take you backstage and Jafar's going to have a word that's what Pachini <laughs> said I've got to give credit for that to Pachini but like mm. it wouldn't happen anywhere Aladdin David trust Jafar but you're <laughs> <laughs> He's a diddler. Shut up. Get out. <laughs> He's not a real prince, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought all listen to us. Never trust the Argo. All right, whatever. But, that carpet's um, got strings on it. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, uh, what was I going with this? <coughs> I'm not be funny. Isn't their gimmick that they're like evil women? The heels. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't be mean to them. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, yeah, but when you do, as you say, when you spit on some, that's too far. Yeah. I hate it when people spit on. Yeah, 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 yeah it's awful, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So Call him a virgin all you want. What does that matter? Yeah, right. Call me a virgin. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's not. He looks no, like Velvet, stop resting. No, I'm not. I insist. <laughs> Velvet. Three weeks ago to the day. <laughs> Velvet, look, look, look at that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we just know the story develops because yeah. it's a lot more interesting than it's happened in Ring of Honor recently. Oh, yeah. haven't could... they resigned? Oh no, sorry, they haven't. AEW haven't signed with New Japan yet. So right. Ring of Honor are still technically with New Japan, but people are basically well, apparently sitting the, on that egg waiting for it to hatch. The Ring of Honor deal came up after the Madden's, Madison Square Garden show, which, judging by right. that show, wouldn't have been renewed. No. <laughs> the show where we went, wow, the New Japan stuff was great, the Ring of Honor stuff was <laughs> yeah. awful. That's where the Allure debuted as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good. There's lots of virgins there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, any other news uh, as far as I know? Nah. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. And now some everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. Mm. And you guys weren't here. I'm so. shook me, as the kids would say. Are you really? I'm reeling from this result. Can I believe it, as a Macken would say? Would they say that? I can I believe it. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> in, in descending order, in third place, is naturally myself, Dan the B7. 9%. He's still the nicest guy in wrestling, Is possibly. He? he was. Do you not know, say hello to him? No. Oh, mate, mate, I hope he comes to the UK like Kenny does. He's very softly spoken, isn't he? He's like, hey, how you doing, buddy? You know, yeah. like, imagine if you, your car broke down on like, a rainy night and you're like, sorry to bother you, but like, come in, come in, have some, <laughs> have some soup. You know, anyway, um, Mr. Happy, brackets Adam's cat. The cat didn't win. Cat didn't 44%. Wow. And again, it was the way he was sharing stuff, like it was Daddy's Goldaholic or something, did that, because he said, but he brought me hard. He went, it's nice to come home to somebody that loves me. Oh. <laughs> and I still didn't win because it still wasn't as heartwarming as Ross and Sam getting married, 47%. Who nominated that one then? If there was only two of you on the podcast? The puppet. Did the puppet get a nomination? Hang on, 9%, 44%, and 47%. That's yeah. The, that's what the polls said. That's about right. Wait a minute. 47 plus 44. 90. 90. Um... Oh, God, you're 90, 91, <laughs> and then Christ. nine, yeah. Um, <laughs> What's in this? Uh, yes, is Ross and Sam getting married. Fair enough, but like, who? what happened? Did the public get a vote? Because there were two people on the podcast, so I don't understand why there was three categories. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Did you not see last week's podcast? I don't watch the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. I watch it every week. No. That's right. That's why your vote counts. So, what oh. did he, what was his then? Um, 
Yeah, that, they won that one. But who actually was it? Who nominated it was. It? I voted for Dan the Beast. Uh, Adam did his cat, obviously. And then who and then was Puppet responsible Jack? for... Yeah, but don't play these games, Matthew. I'm hungover. No, again, I know you haven't seen last week. We had Puppet Jack like and this. You said, and you went, oh, I nominate the... Yeah. The pure wedding between Ross and Sam. That's my impression. So you did watch of, it. That's my impression of you. <laughs> you lied. That's my impression of you doing an impression you of me. You can't do an impression of you because it's you. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Say it in your normal voice. Hey, my name is Chipotle See? Jack. That's not. <laughs> that's <laughs> what we hear. No. Sorry. Just want to see you blush. <laughs> so yeah, well done, Puppet Jack. Yay! <laughs> Yay! USA! USA! All right, calm down. So it still sounds like Norman from Fireman Sam. Exactly Norman. It. Norman Price. <laughs> exactly where it came from. Uh, so yeah, as the winner of last week. Oh, you're not on the podcast this week. I, um, I can be. No, no. Come on, man. Oh, Don't push your luck. My God. Um, Real Jack. What <laughs> oh, would you yeah. like your Hall of Fame pick to be? Um, I'm a bit stuck. Um, Go watch your... No, my God. Um, I'm trying to think of someone nice that I met at. Um, you know what? Go on. I'll go for R.D. Reynolds. Oh, that's a good pick. Because we met him at, me and you met him at, yes. uh, well, you, I'm, I'm guessing you met him before. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy WrestleCraft. That's a funny and informative yeah. product, site, whatever, whatever yeah. all, the, all the stuff that it is. And also, didn't isn't he the co-author of The Death of WCW? Yes. And that, him and uh, Brian Alvarez. And that book and OSW and you are what kind of helped me get back into wrestling after the punk thing. And I was like, ooh, this is good. Oh, man. nice. So it was nice, Botchamania, yeah. Death of WCW and... Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, OSW review. I didn't know how good your life had been if you'd read some of good. I know. <laughs> but OSW came a couple of years after. Yeah, yeah. Because they started like 2013 or something. But anyway. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, so R.D. Reynolds, because I like the death of WCW. It's, an, it's a fascinating book. Nice. It made me despise Jim Hurd because he seems like an idiot. <laughs> Pete, Pete, son of a pizza man. Is he the one? It was Jim Hurd who wanted Ric Flair to be Spartacus, wasn't it? Yeah, he's the one responsible <sighs> for that mess. Yeah, he just seems like an idiot. Um, All right, Flair, can you lose the... It'll, we'll get rid of you. All right, I'm currently <laughs> the champion. Can I have my deposit? No, <laughs> I'm taking the belt then. <laughs> what? Saga Fardy Reynolds, he was a nice man, and a, and a taller man than I expected also. He's a giant I think man. he's the tallest man I've ever stood on the same platform as, like next to Right. Briefly. That's a big That's a big thing, that. Like when did you... Gene interviewing Andre. He was outside the hotel lobby with Alvarez and Meltzer yes. the whole time when I was there. God, yeah. it was like the three titans. Oh, my God. They were like Russian dolls. <laughs> it was amazing hearing Brian Alvarez's voice in real life. It was absolutely... Because Meltzer's isn't so strange, but to hear Alvarez's voice right. in real life, it's incredible. He sounds auto-tuned. He's such a little perfectly formed man. Hmm. He looks like 20 years younger than he is. Yeah. Apparently, I'm... allegedly, he got ID'd at his wedding. <laughs> I've heard that from someone. I'm not sure it's true. Imagine him going off. This wedding is I'm horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Ross, what's yours? Uh, I was gonna go for a, a thing off Coronation Street that I put on Twitter last night. Did you see it? No, I don't watch it. <laughs> Gail Platt fires an arrow into the leg of Lorraine Kelly, and Lorraine <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Lorraine <laughs> Kelly. Wait, 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 wait. It's on my Twitter I'll now. Find it now. Anyway, yeah, go, while go, you're go, finding go, that, go on. last night on Twitter, uh, Ali shared a picture <laughs> of, of a... Oh, so you've gone for a different I've gone thing. for a different You've not thing. gone for that. No, right? you, you might as well go for that. That's amazing. <laughs> What's going to top that? It's lost on the entire, like the rest of the world apart from us, as everything else Just in this podcast. I've done this before. But last night on Twitter, Ali shared a picture of a fan wearing his new T-shirt, and of course, uh-huh. it sort of looks like the Cultaholic logo, which isn't an original logo to begin with, because there's lots of things with half a circle and stuff in yeah. the world already. Yeah. And uh, Ali was defending himself, saying he designed the shirt himself, and this, that, and the other, and uh, he shouldn't be har- harassing this <coughs> fan with unfounded claims and whatnot. It was a perfectly measured and reasonable response. 
And then people were like, oh, Cultaholic didn't think that, this, that, and the other. I replied. He, he sent me a kiss back. Oh. And then I sent him a love heart. So I got a kiss off Mustafa Ali. Sorry, Ali, Mr. Ali. <laughs> um, and he just, he's a nice, he's in just a wholesome, nice, measured, calm, cool, collective wrestler, which is a rarity, I think. I can't believe you're a, a married, a twice married mm. man, and you're Flynn. already horny on main with guys. I am a massive slut. You're going to give him a surname, <laughs> Ali Driver. Oh, wait, what's Lorraine Kelly's acting is unbelievable. I can't imagine the context for this. <laughs> it's not done yet. Go back, you need to listen what? to what she says. Don't make a noise. <laughs> Wait. First of all, the arrogance. Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> you daft wee woman. <laughs> it's like, you daft wee woman, you could have killed me. She got hit by the arrow and that's going. But if you, if, you, if you can't, for the audio oh, listeners, just set the scene right. Gail Platt from Coronation oh. Street is at uh, an archery range with her mother. And with David's there as well. And David Platt's there as well. And you, the, the, the set, there as they well. set the table by Very having horrible. Gail Platt miss the target at the, at the beginning of the scene. So you're thinking, oh, she's not very... What's it like, old Gail? And then the mom's like, oh, is that Natalie? or have someone over there. And she goes, oh, it is, yeah, but let's go to the thing. And it goes inside a tent <laughs> from around, around a corner emerges Lorraine Kelly. So hum, somehow this arrow has bent round a corner through this tent. <laughs> and Lorraine Kelly's holding the arrow with her hand in her leg and she says, Ow! You daft wee woman. <laughs> You've hurt me leg. <laughs> she doesn't care. She's not selling it. No, she's, she's uh, not, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but I didn't realise Coronation... I've not watched Coronation oh. Street since the days when Richard was trying to murder <laughs> uh, Gail Platt in the river. Oh, that, that was the last time I watched it. I used to yeah. watch it with my mum. Gail's been through some stuff. Uh, like. God, poor Gail. Aye. <laughs> my mum doesn't like Gail. She's like, oh, Gail's a bit of a bitch. I don't like your mum. Oh, <laughs> Helen's salt of the air. She doesn't watch this podcast, it's fine. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But I, Ali's my thing. <sighs> Wait a minute, I'm sweating. <laughs> all right, mine isn't so much all of Aim Pick as is a PSA, a public service announcement. Yesterday, I went to Asda and I was feeling a bit peckish. So, as you when you're hungry, you buy the normal stuff and you go look at the sweetie aisle. Yeah, all right, right, right what yeah, can yeah. I justify? They were selling a small packet of sugar free gummy bears. Oh. And I thought, well, that looks all right. Sugar free means they're healthy, which is not how it works, but it's <laughs> kind of how it works, you know. And I went and ate them pretty much like that. All in one. Look, I'm going to be able. Bit I'm, uh, I'm going <laughs> to save a lot of money on my central heat. This one, because I'm just just as well I didn't spark up a friggin' match during the night, or my house is in Benwell. Would have been in friggin' Walker. If I oh my god, in heaven! I have had not a lot of sleep due to the, just the amount of belly aches I've had, and I, I have an ass like a Japanese flag. I encourage you all, for the love of God, only buy sugar-free gummy bears or jelly babies or whatever it was if you're giving them to a mate to wind them up or whatever. <laughs> do not buy them. Do not eat them. Right. So I remember those stories uh, on uh, like Facebook and stuff a few years ago when there's, you can get the giant bags on Amazon of sugar-free ones and all the reviews like another tale of like, great, I've pretty much crapped out my kidneys <laughs> thanks to this. Thank you very much. So I, I forgot about them until I was eating that and going, oh, right, okay. So you're nominating... No. Sugar-free, uh, gummy bears. Yeah, gummy bears. Just so you don't eat them. So you've heard this <laughs> right. and don't eat them. If one, if I save one life this way, <laughs> it's all worth it. My God in heaven, I'm sorry as well in advance. 
you no, guys. it's good. Good. Thanks. I'm, I'll heed your warning. Don't. Don't be tempted. No, no. Yeah, I'll heed your advice. It's good. all right. Yeah. Your advice is heeded. Yeah, right. I think that's how you say that. <laughs> so the nominees, uh, don't try this at home. Don't eat sugar-free gummy bears. Audie Reynolds. And Ali, with an honorable mention for Gail I was going to say, can public chat then do, Gail Kim. Mm. Gail Kim. Kim. Gail Kim. She, she's on Gail Kim was on Awesome Kong decked her in the Rovers. When Batista was on Neighbours. What? What? Was he? Yeah, they made a, what's Neighbours? What's his name? Frog? Toad? He's got some name like that. Toady. Toady, that's it. Right. Toadfish. Frog. My mum yeah. watches also Neighbours. Yeah. She's more of a home and away person, but yeah. Yeah. Then he was just there. Oh, was he? Yeah, what? some kid was like, you know, come here, I'll do a move to you. He's like, how about this Is move? Is that Shake bloody down. Batista? <laughs> <laughs> cool, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so... Did, was it, how, how long ago was it? Is that Deacon Batista? Was it not like... Oh, no. Nah, right. Is that Devon Dudley's mate? <laughs> no, is no, that Leviathan? Like... <laughs> <laughs> is that the demon from the deep? Oh, God. The smarkiest kid. The man with the golden fists. <laughs> Where's well, Neighbours cool. Summer Bay or is that Home and Away? I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, anyway, we're getting off topic for the 400th time in a row. So <laughs> if you'd like to cast your votes, please go to... Patreon. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. .com forward slash Holic. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and Smackdown recap. And now let's look at Raw and Smackdown. Yeah. Drew McIntyre and the Revival defeated Roman Reigns and the Usos. Wild card. Roman's not actually on Raw. Do you know what show anyone's on anymore? I don't. I'm really we go through when we go through. So Drew McIntyre is on Raw. Raw. Yeah. Revival are on Raw, sadly. Raw. Roman Reigns is on Smackdown. Smackdown and the Usos are on Smackdown. No, they're, they're on, on Raw. Raw. And it's Shane's on both. Yeah, because he's a McMahon. Shane's just on TV so much these days. The only good thing to come out with that was the fact that now the revival's like in Shane McMahon's stable, which means they'll get seen more. That's the only thing I like about that. Yeah, it's an upgrade for them. The match was all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like how Shane can just recruit heels and drop them as as and when he wants just because they're heels. I wish there was a bit more concrete. 
I don't like the Drews in his stable. I know he said he's in his boys' stable. Uh, to be fair, they have said like Shane's paid for him a oh, couple, a couple right. of times. So at right. least they've done that. They don't normally do that. I don't like pay wrestlers. When, when Drew and <laughs> it's Shane like prison, you know. <laughs> When Drew and Shane started walking down to the ring, like, we're going to beat you up and we don't need any help. And then the revival jumped in from the back because he was just lying. Hmm. But it's fine if Shane does that because he's Shane man. He's sneaky and cowardly. But Drew's like, Drew should want to fight. He's a big man. Yeah. yeah. And there is at least some continuity with Revival beating Roman Reigns last year. Mm. God, I have pinned him. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so the commentators didn't bring it up. <laughs> are we? And the Lucha House Party brawled with Lars Sullivan. Sam Drivers predicted that the Lucha House Party are going to beat Lars in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a comedian, <laughs> now, Sam. What a silly man. He's also predicted that Humberto Carrillo will win the Battle Royal. Pacini's predicted that Hulk Hogan's going to win the Battle Royal. And genuinely, I wouldn't be too surprised if Hulk Hogan won that Battle Royal. Can You, you can see it. You can see him coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Him know. and Lars jumping around with champagne in the ring. <laughs> oh, <I> mean... <coughs> anyway, Charlotte. Oh, and uh, Lucha House Party are on Raw. Yes, Raw, it's on yeah. Five it's Live. Right, we don't need to do this for everyone. It's because no, the... Lars is on SmackDown. No, we should do this. For oh, yeah, Lars on... is no, on... this is actually a good test. Lars, Lars, is. Lars is on SmackDown because you appeared on both and then settled on one. Because on this week's SmackDown, there was either eleven or thirteen. Raw superstars on yeah. SmackDown. Oh, well, it's just Raw now. Yeah. If you're on SmackDown, you must be getting really annoyed because you're yeah. not getting a chance. I know Liv Morgan it's, tweeted. It's, it's so bad that Cedric Alexander <laughs> tweeted I missed 205 Live. <laughs> and Liv I, Morgan, I would if I was him. I mean, what, Liv Morgan tweeted out like a milk carton, like, have you seen this woman on the side of it with, with her? Like, I feel sorry for her. Liv Morgan. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. SmackDown. Who, with a gun to me, he'd couldn't. Is it actually SmackDown? SmackDown, yeah. yeah. She was the champion, wasn't she? And then she got yeah. beat up, really. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Defeated Lacey Evans, who was on Raw. Raw. Via yep. DQ. Because Becky pulled her out of the ring. That's right. The match was Roby. Becky's on Raw now? Yes. Because she's the Raw champion? Yes. Yeah. That really got sorted out, did it? Because she had both titles, so she's just... She was she's floating. Raw. She's Raw. She was a floater. Mm-hmm. No, she's not. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Charlotte versus Lacey was as good as it was going to be. No, it's worse than it could oh, have been. Yeah, I think. it's worse, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it was that bad. That was bad, yeah. I, I mean, it's Lacey. It's, you know. She was good at Money in the Bank, though, I thought. Yeah. Against Becky. Yeah, she was actually all right. Should have won. She pinned her. Four seconds. She did, yeah. <laughs> Referee's blind. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, my opinion of Lacey's changing slowly. I, I think, think she's a very good promo, mate. Yeah. yeah, I like the character of it. So if I like the character and she's not amazing in the ring, I'm like, all right, fine. Mm. And I guess we should all just, you know, people can improve. Feel a bit bad. No. <laughs> uh, You're either a good wrestler or a bad one forever. That's it. Yeah. Rey Mysterio relinquished the US Championship to Samoa Joe, which is weird because there is, I think it's an official line for if you have to vacate the title uh, or you have to give it to the guy that beat you up. Because, I hated this. Because Shawn Michaels vacated it to Dean Douglas back in the day, which didn't make any sense because Dean Douglas didn't have one victory over him. But this does kind of make sense because oh, Joe it was a him. BS pin. And Joe was a big lad. And then... What a weird series of events. In like a minute, Samoa Joe got busted open, lost the title via screwed the thing, and then Rimasiro got injured. Mm. That was a lot to happen in one minute. And I just, I didn't, I like that Samoa Joe like made him give him, he was like, do it, give the bell back, and then jumped him anyway, because that's very Samoa Joe. Yeah. But I hate that, because that's not what happens. Why, the referee's decision, even if the referee messes up, is final. Otherwise, what's the point of any screwy finish if they're just going to go, nah, you're, nah, you're right, you did win. They went to the replay. Yep. And Shira was like, see, <laughs> shoulders up. I, I tell you. And and then no and then like why why did he 
I'm still because I'm still like, why did he, when was the rule ever that if you're injured, you give the belt back to the previous champion? You vacate it. I think it was supposed to be Ray was like honorably giving it to the guy that beat him or injured him, but they didn't really. I took away from it like the injury Joe gave him was why he gave him it back. Yeah, more than the screwy finish. <sighs> Ray, Ray's been nice and honorable and goes, look, yeah, the ref made a bad call. I'm injured as well. Him, I should have the title back, but it didn't. But why for just Ray? Was it him making that call, not a general? Like, yeah, like, not not a manager. Jack Tunney. <laughs> was needed Funny Jack Tony. And then Smojo had the line of the night where Ray was talking something about surgery on his right knee and he came out and I said, Oh, sorry, I heard title, I heard champion and thought it was my cue. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. He looks better with his hair tied back as well. Dominic wasn't there, was he? This time, this week. No, they're saving up for, you know, Summer stomping, stomping grounds because that's what he's going to deed with. <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman, remember him? Bobby Lashley in an arm wrestling match. Oh. You can just tell after listening to Moxley last week, this is one of those examples where everyone backstage is going, nah, Vince, this is crap, this. And he's just like, damn it! This is Check those me. arms out! It's so you! Get those veins <laughs> popping! This is, you know, arm wrestling's been a staple of yeah. like, wrestling. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. They're all exactly the same. Yeah. The heel but, stalls. Like, whatever. The, the heels, I said it on graded, like, everything follows the same template for these. So the heel yeah. stalls and tries to cheat. Go on. Eventually they start. The heel starts to win, and then the babyface comes back. Like a wrestling match, the babyface wins, and then one of them will stand tall after. Because it's not about the actual arm wrestling, it's about the afters. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, Bobby Lashley, that power slam was amazing. Yeah. Like, I was like, whoa. I know that Bobby Lashley's a very strong man, but it was yeah. still impressive. You know, it was amazing how far down that guy's gone since losing Leo Rush. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, yeah, Lashley. Who, I don't mind on, has a victory on a super show over Roman Reigns mm -hmm. that no one talks about. Mm -hmm. uh, Nikki Cross defeated WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Peyton Royce thanks to Alexa Bliss spilling coffee. Oh, she ruined her white jeans though? Yeah. She flipped out like Nikki Cross would. They did. The, do you remember a few weeks ago when they had the Usos being like, Usi hot on Raw and then being badasses on SmackDown? Yeah. Alexa Bliss yeah. was a nice woman on Raw and on SmackDown she was a bitch again. Mm. Wait, Alexa Bliss, is she on Raw? She's on She's Raw. Raw. She's on but Raw. she wrestled on SmackDown. Yes, wild yes. card. Wild card rule, Matthew. Do what you want. Mate. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and Bra you go back there. Braun's on Raw. Yep. Braun's on Raw. Lashley's on Raw. Yep. That's easy. Yeah. Ray and Joe on Raw. Yep. Because the US title's yeah, been right. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, it's harder than I thought it would be. And then, yeah, I like actually the character that they're doing with Bliss, where she's actually being all right. Because Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Cross has cooled her warm heart. I just use her and then... Abuser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, they're both, oh. and they're both Gan Raj. Yeah. Someone gets spilled on them. Hey, great. Um, and also, Alexa's giving now is kind of like she like, likes coffee. That's just her thing now. Oh, coffee. she's so relatable. I've seen her merch. It's like a Starbucks sort of logo, <laughs> Bliss Coffee or something. Really? They've yeah. done a coffee merch t shirt. It's like blue and grey colour oh, scheme. Oh, cool. Did they get off that off Know Your Meme like the rest of the t shirts? <laughs> Do they? Oh, mate, you see the one with Mrs. Dad? No. That literally had the Mrs. Dad thing and it was like had the impact font. Oh, really? Oh, it was. Oh, it says mood. Yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure, come at me, bro. Yeah, like, it's yeah. one of the, the expressions. It was like, oh, well, okay. Nikki Cross, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shoot, it's worth pointing out. Alexa's now wrestling again. She beat them down after the match and she had a match on SmackDown. So she's back she in did. the ring. Yeah. 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 Until she isn't. Well. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar attacked Universe. Oh, all right, cool. Again, let's be positive. I know it's the, you know, the three Caucasian guys bitching about wrestling, so we're very unique <laughs> on YouTube. But. None of this made any sense. Nah. So I think we're at the level of where people say, grab the Attitude Era back. It, says, it is back because we've got a segment that didn't make any sense and everyone <laughs> loved it. So Brock's five times they hyped up that Brock was going to cash in. Yeah. Five times. I counted. 
and just comes before out, you get to that bit, go on. The opening promo, the opening Miz TV with Rollins oh, and yeah, yeah. Miz, and Rollins goes, "I don't even think Brock's going to show up," and then it cuts backstage to Brock showing up. I was like, "Oh, they've made Seth look like a right fool there." But yes, yeah. So Brock comes out, beats up Seth, beats up Seth, beats up Seth. After Baron Corbin's like, "Yeah, do it," and then just doesn't cash in. Heyman's like, all of us going like, cash in <laughs> immediately, yeah. do it now. If they come up with a reason for him, but I can't think of any. Like I was thinking, reason. like he's just because he kept saying Friday, Friday, so he's ensuring get <laughs> he's getting on that payday for Saudi Arabia. But then surely, <coughs> if he beat Rollins on Raw, they would have just on... made the Universal Title match Lesnar versus Corbin, right. wouldn't it not? In, it in didn't logically, make it. Yeah. it was fantastic timing though, because Dean Ambrose revealed that SummerSlam 18 story when Lesnar turned up at six six p.m. Sorry, and was like, Vince, I don't like this idea. Change it, please. So Vince changed it to something where Braun Strowman like an idiot. Roman Reigns looked like a weak champion because his victory was tainted. Who else was in that? Was it just those two? No, that was it. On the, and, and then Lesnar came up yeah. looking sort of sympathetic because he got sort yeah, of... Yeah, Reigns gave him one move after being distracted by Braun and then yeah. that was it. And then... Yeah, but now Lesnar, it's come Lesnar, full circle. Lesnar just beat Braun Strowman at the Saudi Arabia show yeah. and then that was... Oh, but now it's come God. full circle because Lesnar's looking like a tit as well. It's all wholesome. And then Moxie <laughs> had the stuff about the WrestleMania 32 classic. I've missed this stuff. It was on Wade Keller's thing. And I just read the transcript. I think Ryan Satin uh, had it up, and it was like, Who? "Oh, sorry, Ryan Satan." <laughs> I beg your pardon, Ryan Satan. I was able to get your name wrong. And yeah, pretty much what we all thought. Like Lesnar had didn't care. Like Mox is like, oh, "I'm gonna do this, you do that." How about say, "Nah, but you know, give you German suplex and pin you over five. What was it? Like three months away from his UFC return, mm. Lesnar. <clears throat> we we didn't know that at the time. I don't think. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it had anything to do with it. I think he was like, "No, let's do that." Don't. <laughs> Whatever. Disappointing. Yeah. So what? Lesnar's a smart. He only wants to work with the little flippy guys because <laughs> he works well against like Balor and all that and AJ. Oh god, yes. Yeah. And, uh, Brian and Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. And then Moxley just. Eh. Yeah, I hate CZW. <laughs> 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 just. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I like, don't know. Mobbering of honor guy Moxley. <laughs> don't appreciate that stuff. But uh, I don't know where else we're going this. Oh yeah, and again, uh, Baron Corbin's there going, yeah, Lesnar, yeah. I'm like, don't have a title shot. Like, your mm. direct competition. Oh, yeah? Not as many sense. And I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And even worse, Rollins just looked like a bitch. Because oh. he Rollins right now... There's like, like Shane Douglas? Not what? Shane Douglas, Tommy Dreamer? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. His back was all busted open. Yeah, yeah, but like, Seth's talking about Brock and waiting for Brock to cash in. He's just there like, well, better wait here. Like, the cow in Jurassic Park. Like, as if... Like, he's not going backstage to yeah. deal with Brock. Oh, well, I'll get him before he comes to me. He's like... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought I saw him always like, come on, right now, let's do it. Like yeah. all baby faces say. But why are WWE also acting? I'm sure you might, you probably mentioned it last week. Why are WWE acting like, le- like Stephanie and them are like, it's a disgrace that Brock hasn't cashed in yet. The very point of it is that he gets a year. It, it, this is crap. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, that thing from Steph. Was, was it on last week's show? Because I didn't yeah, say last yeah, week's I think show. So. Did, were you what, like, did you think coming out of Double or Nothing it was like an amazing show and you're thinking, oh, how are WWE going to respond? Because I flicked on Raw and saw Lesnar dancing. I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I'm I like his dance. Oh. No, I like him dancing. And that's probably a bit sad. Like, that's not like <laughs> the show and all the memes coming out of it. It legitimately pissed me off. Because I was like, you've just been, your pants pulled down slightly by this new company in America showing you how it's done. And then Brock Lesnar comes out dancing. On mm. fairness, it was Memorial Day, so nobody was trying. <laughs> and also, they're like, oh, well, how are we going to respond to Double or Nothing? Uh, making three billion Saudi Arabian dollars. Mm. <laughs> okay, cool. Bray Wyatt presented a very special episode of Fire, 
Firefly Funhouse and Good God Almighty. Mint. Amazing. Full, full of symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> a devil Vince appeared and told a pig to get in jail. What could it mean, Jack? What, what Hus- was that Huskus about? the pig. Huskus. What could that be referred to? What could that mean? <laughs> that doll was so weird and funny looking, though. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... These continue to be interesting, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they're going. So good for Bray, who I believe is on Raw. Not yes. Anyone cares at that point? I just hope they don't debut him on Friday. No, surely not. Oh uh-huh, yeah. But you, you think he'd hype it up? Battle Royal. Pachita thinks he might be in the Battle Royal. I hope okay. not. I mean, it's not going to mean anything anyway. But uh, well, Sam had an interesting point actually. He Did said he? that he said that because obviously nothing of significance really happens at these shows, and if they do, they kind of retcon it. So they go, "Oh, Shane McMahon won the World Cup," but they never say where. They never say what show he won it at. Yeah. But Sam's pointed out, this is called Super Showdown. Very similar to Super Show hyphen down in Australia. And yeah. maybe they'll... Pretend it's Australia. Maybe they'll do something and then if someone Googles it, they'll just think, oh, it was that Australian show. That, yeah. And I was like, you might not be honest something here. I don't know. I just think they've they realised their mistake and called, like starting with the greatest battle... Or, sorry, the greatest Royal Rumble and thinking, oh, we'll have to come up with new names now. What's better than or what as good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call them all Super Showdown wherever we go in the world. Yeah. Yeah, are you alright now? Yeah. Wonderful. And do they all have that? Like, they'll say, like, goes, oh, here we are, in... and it's just like, like kangaroos going back. Where, where could we be? But they're, they're doing that because it's always just in Jeddah, isn't it? Banking yeah. on you not knowing where Jeddah is. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> yeah. Jeddah, France. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, hello. Jeddah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. And Triple H and Randy Orton meet face to face. Yeah, they did. And it was, nothing it was, to say. This wasn't scripted at all, was it? <laughs> it just proved that they have no reason to have this match whatsoever. They know that. It yeah. would suck if they came out and like did this and that retrospective thing, like of, of twenty years worth of wrestling that they've done, give or take. And Randy Orton wins the WWE title from somewhere, somewhere we don't know, <laughs> in, in Jeddah, <laughs> and tells them four, and it's just like, yeah, moving on. And then like, yeah, it's okay. We're having a match because the Saudi Arabians are like the aliens from Futurama. Their TV is like 15 years ago. So they think, they think this is a hot match. That's one of the best Futurama jokes. That why does Ross, the largest friend, not simply eat the other friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I think with the Battle Royal as well, there being 50 people, they're going to use that as an excuse to have all the people that they've requested but are dead. <laughs> so like, oh, you just missed it off camera due to our amazing technical production. The Andre the Giant just eliminated Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> it you was just like, yeah. missed it. And then it, the Wikipedia page will list Andre the Giant having a match in 2019. He'll be back, the Yokozuna replacement. Oh, Hiro- Hiroki, sure. Hiroki Sumi? Sumi or something like that, yeah. Hiroki, don't sue me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Ricochet defeated Cesaro in a match in a series that I think is going under notice by a lot of people because of just how dull the rest of the show is because, yeah. God, they're killing it. Yeah. Yes, but they've got no real story. No. I, I wish they had a bit more of a story. But... I agree, but they do kind of now, even though it's supposed to be the rubber match because Cesaro went up the outside to get a ladder and he went, <laughs> no, nah, I'll not get that and looked and got a table. A That's an amazing shot, that, though. I like how Artrex <laughs> still tried to stay hidden. He was like, <laughs> yeah, you can see. Oh. We have to say, like, the best tag team in WWE right now is R Truth and Carmella. Right? Yeah. No other tag team comes. Who close. was it? You who pointed out someone? Well, everyone's been pointed out, but like, R Truth is doing huge views for their YouTube channel. Aye, it's, it's got five incredible. million views. The hardcore title on YouTube, and it did more than the Goldberg Undertaker <laughs> stuff. The, the the footage of the stuff under the ring from SmackDown that they didn't show on the show for some reason—that's done a million already. Yeah, a day later, it is amazing on YouTube, but it's all right on WTV. Yeah. So the YouTube title held by our truth. We need to do one. Get some views. Yeah. In fact, wait, wait, we actually should. I need the DDT. 
hardcore. Oh yeah, Iron but like I were. Oh. Well, just make the cultaholic one the twenty four seven cultaholic thing. Twenty five eight. Let's cultaholic do something title. like that. And have Mustafa Ali's T-shirt. The <laughs> and then we'll take a dress Goldberg, and they were literally to the wire with this. Rest it. Coming up, a new yeah. episode of. Oh, no. no, the best thing was they released a YouTube clip. On the official channel, like, what did the Undertaker say after rolling off the air? So he finishes roll by going, Goldberg, you're next. Oh, so he didn't actually get it out. And then he go, it goes, the YouTube clip starts just a second after that, and he goes, and you will oh. rest in peace. That's what and he his said. music plays, and that's it. <laughs> you will rest in. What happened to the Undertaker after the YouTube? Peace. And then he chose. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> Are you wondering what he said after Raw went off the air? And you will rest in peace. <laughs> da, 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 da. And I will not be appearing for Kenny McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget Undertaker. Uh. He fought Kenny's battle for him, bless me. Flew to Stanford on his own dime. <laughs> Apparently. What? Apparently, Taker went to. What, really? Oh, hang on his own. He flew oh. to Stanford. What do you mean? To meet with Vince McMahon and say, how will Vince let us do this thing, will you? And Vince is like, no, he has more money, pal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kenny, I try. <laughs> uh-huh. Smackdown. Let's continue this game. Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler got into a heated war of words. <laughs> more W dialogue here. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston is definitely on Smackdown, but he didn't yeah. appear on Raw this week. Okay, good. And Dolph Ziggler is Raw. What? He had his Raw nameplate oh, on Smackdown. Oh, that's right. Didn't he? Yeah, last time we saw him was the McIntyre thing. But when he, he came back, he seemed to think he was a SmackDown superstar because he was like, I should have been in the SmackDown half of the Elimination Chamber and I should have been oh. in the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. But he was on Raw, he was at, the on Raw at the time. He was on Raw at the time. He's still on Raw now. <laughs> he's not been following the TV, has no. he? <laughs> so, yeah, this was all right. Again, we know why it's happening. Ziggler's a very... It, the promos are very good. It's just the fact it's Dolph Ziggler. It doesn't register because Dolph is broken as far as I'm concerned. Bless him. Ziggler's great. When he's not doing these promos, we're doing it for the last five years about how he whines and moans and bitches. And it's the exact same thing. The worst thing was the reference when he relinquished the United. You give this guy a championship shot, which nobody thinks he should have in reality. And then you show him what a, what a clown he is. I won the US title out of nowhere. I gave it up. I came back at the Rumble, number 30. Eliminated two minutes later. <laughs> the greatest plan ever. <laughs> Made him like, right, clown. I, I like Ziggler when he's awesome, when he's this guy. Mm. How do you think Ziggler's going to be remembered when he retires? If you remember up to 2013 as this amazing wrestler that everybody loved. The cash-in was a great moment. Yep. But like, he still isn't a bit, it's just a broken character for me. It, like, it, it yeah. just shows when you stay in one company for too long. There's only so much they can do with you, and he's just there. He's still his requirements, and he's literally here because they said, right, we need something for you to do in Saudi Arabia, but nothing too amazing. And Kevin Owens apparently declined to go. Sami Zayn is definitely uh, not going to be there. Good on Sami. <laughs> He's launching that new thing, that new... Oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot what it was. New That cause he does for Syria. He's launching yeah. it as the main card starts on Friday. There's not a lot of website. And, yeah, so it's like, okay, who have we got on SmackDown then? Ziggler? But he's on roll. No, but the Saudis... The Sony timeline is only up to like 2009, so he's still hot over there. So it's all right. It makes Hi, sense. I'm Dolph Ziggler. Yay! <laughs> Yay, it's the caddy. <laughs> is that one of the spirit squad? <laughs> oh, Kingston and Woods defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And someone said that Kingston and Woods are undefeated as a tag team. Oh. Uh, last time they had a the loss was December 2017. They've beaten everybody on SmackDown. Really? Yeah. Big E's the problem. 
Well, yeah. Shame. Uh, Bailey appeared on a moment of bliss as the complexion of the SmackDown women's division changed. Mm. <laughs> Why did who wrote this? Because a Raw superstar is now challenging for the SmackDown women's title. Oh, yeah, Bliss is Raw, of course. stomping grounds. Yeah, and then a weird bit came when Alexa Bliss doing the coffee gimmick again. Went and got, was it Goldberg Security to go get some <laughs> more stuff. And then Bailey went, spilled the Bailey. coffee out of her hand, and no coffee came out that cup. <laughs> thus proving that wrestling is fake. Finally, <laughs> finally got decisive proof. Um, chaos ensued during <laughs> R Truth and Elias' 24 7 Championship Lumberjack match, which went about 10 seconds. He won with a knee to the face? Yep. And like then. Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah. Elias. Shots fired. Oh, what did you write? Oh, didn't think of that. And then, yeah, it all erupted, turned Benny Hill. I can't believe that they had it well lit under the ring. How hard would it have been just to cut to a cameraman going, yeah. head down, lift the apron up, film it, put the apron down. They're <laughs> now booking for YouTube. <laughs> Literally. And also, I think on Raw as well was understated, um, Drake Maverick, you know, on, on the hunt for R-Truth, with EC3. So it's like, oh, they are back together again. And EC3 just looking bored as well. <laughs> His new gimmick is like counting the days on the calendar to when he can leave. Yeah. Uh, Shame at man, the revival and Drew McIntyre jumped Roman Reigns ahead of WWE Super uh, the exact same thing happened on Raw. Yeah, a lot of the times the same thing happens on Raw as it does on it's really odd. This, <clears throat> this was the week when I felt that SmackDown just felt like Raw. Yeah. Like normally it's a lot better and a lot fresher and a lot quicker, but this week it was just like speaking. A little bit of wrestling. And it's speaking. People are saying it's it's almost like a um it's now rather than Raw and SmackDown, it's almost like the main show and then like the extra bits like the afters as well right there's raw. raw after dark yeah essentially yeah <laughs> like Ollie Oaks yeah <laughs> so there's Raw and then there's proper Raw yeah okay uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Carmella and Charlotte playing a triple threat match do you earn the opportunity to challenge Bailey for at the re stomping grounds so yeah, nothing sorted yet and yeah I, I thought it was alright okay. something kind of different because Bliss is doing stuff it was weird how they there's a type here all blonde Mm. And it's like, oh, which one's going to win? Uh, out of the three, who was it? Charlotte, Bliss, and Carmella? Yep. Oh, no, well, Charlotte's the best wrestler, obviously, what I'm talking about. But I really, I, I think Alexa Bliss is, is distinct because she's really charismatic. She's still one of the best talkers in wrestling, I think, today. Do you know? She's good. Right. One of the best talkers. I think she's I mean, class. It's a good point. Like, who's the best? Oh, I think she's, Lynch, she's obviously. A, she's, I think she's a more, uh, more like, com- complete package than Charlotte is, if you know. If you oh, take you all, of, all of the aspects of wrestling. Because when Charlotte's a babby face, it doesn't work, does it? Sometimes Charlotte's... face isn't a babby anymore. Sometimes Charlotte's... <laughs> but Alexa's showing on Raw when Nikki Cross that she can do both better. I think she's more of a complete package. She divides opinion online. There'll be, there'll be people watching this going, like, Alexa's, like Alexa gets a lot of haters. Mm. Yeah, she, she does get a lot of opportunities in that. But... Oh, you would know. And a lot of haters. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, man. But, no, people are, I was trying to deflect there because people could be really horrible with their opinion on women. Not here in the podcast where we don't have any women. We're men. Lars <laughs> uh, Sullivan delivered an unsettling exclusive interview. Oh, God. I felt so sorry for him, Matthew. You felt sorry for him? He's been bullied all of his life. He's been called a oh, freak. I see. Yes. <laughs> what? People have said my opinions are stupid, but let me tell you about that. Anyway. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was me Snitsky vibes actually, Lars. Wow, a that, little bit. That's a positive. <laughs> yeah. What was he saying? People have called me one word all of my life, freak. I could tell you at least twenty from this yeah. year, this year alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was right. That's an open goal for people. Like, Half come of them on. from Sasha Banks's Uber driver. Did you see that? I did. <laughs> How dangerous is that? The guy's like, let me tell you. Is that his, is he's driving. Yeah. 
It's like Dumb and Dumber. There's nothing to worry about, Mary. <laughs> I love well, that film. An autopilot. Oh, I love that film. But yeah, he came out and... Okay, as if the online thing wasn't bad enough, this is, again, one of the many WWE scripted things because no one talks like this. Not even freaky fascist uh, or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever term you want to use, whatever. Uh, it just sounded so forced and yeah. so fake. Lucha, I was probably like three blind my the last book that Vince McMahon read, you know. That's not how that poem goes anyway. Lars, you idiot. Oh, yeah. Well, go on. Explain. I can't remember what he said, but he didn't say the right words, did he? He's like, do you know the little poem, Three Blind Mice? And he started, Three Blind Mice, I'll kill them. <laughs> it's, like when, it's like when Vince told the story of David and Goliath and he was like and he went out into the forest and ate all the mushrooms and I was like what are you yeah. talking about <laughs> oh my yeah. god I forgot about the <laughs> yeah it's great so yeah last of them there uh, pretty much guaranteed to be winning something in Saudi Arabia uh, Andrade made a statement before challenging Finn Balor at the Re Super Showdown did he I can't remember anything about was this was it like I remember he attacked somebody Finn Balor ran out didn't was he was Apollo Crews he attacked I can't remember Exactly. Uh, and then Goldberg and the Undertaker came face to face ahead of Super Junior. And they did Get your jock strap out, boy. Tighten that son bitch up tight because it's going to be a ride. I've seen films that start with that exact dialogue. <laughs> it's my Tinder bio for one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was a w- apparently Meltzer's on the radio today saying Goldberg's got like a similar freedom to Lesnar and Heyman and that he's not scripted. And I think that's right. After <laughs> listening to that line from at the end. I can see why you wouldn't. Why he didn't come out and go. You know that old story, Hickory Dickory Dark Undertaker. <laughs> I want to know how much the Undertaker got paid for his role on SmackDown because he lights went out. He was there. I think he said something. I mean, he might not have even said anything. I don't think he said anything, did he? Lights went off. Turn around and laughed, didn't he? Yeah. he put so little effort into it. I'm surprised he didn't have Mick Foley come out and talk about Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Never God forget Undertaker. <laughs> you get. You I still really, feel sorry for Kenny. I feel sorry for Kenny as well, but you really. It's like Finley Martin talking about McFully lying on the fans. Never forget. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm pretty sure I didn't just use this as leverage to get more money out of Vince McMahon and Kenny. That's definitely not what happened at all. Oh, wait, I'm on the phone. You can't see me winking. Um, anyway, anything Matthew else? shoots on Undertaker in defense of Kenny McIntyre. Kenny did nothing wrong. Kenny... Can, you sh- can you show up to this thing for this amount of money? No. I Kenny screwed yes. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Kenny, but black eye. Kenny, A, A, <laughs> double. Anything else? Um, That's it. Uh, takeover was really cool and good, uh, but it's always Oh, really yeah, cool we did the good. live stream, and I stole cider, and it was great. <laughs> he still bends cider. Why? I thought it was... What a blend, dude. He thought it was communal cider. <laughs> you know, communal cider. <laughs> so we're trying not to swear on the stream, and Ben, in his lovely voice, jumps like, have you stolen my cider? <laughs> When it was one of his, oh, yeah, class. Um, I, what type of cider was it? Oh, it was like Tesco's own. Was it? It was I like c- it said flavor green. Really? Yeah. I couldn't imagine Ben drinking that. I thought he's classy man. All right. Mm. Oh, should we lie? Uh, Common as muck. <laughs> it was Commerberg. There we go. Any takeover? Takeover was really boring to talk about because she's like, oh, this match is class. Good. This match was good. I was pleased the Street Profits won. I like them. Montez, just give him world. Just give Montez. Montez the world. is brilliant. And Jackson Ryder should have caught him because <laughs> um, he did great power bombs on the outside by that the, by Roydy Magoo. <laughs> Riddle and Strong was really good. The women's match was really good. The main event was class. And Wrestle Flow was there. Oh, my yeah. boy, Wrestle and Flow, Wrestle and Flow, doing his entrance with Adam Cole. Was that what that was? That's yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Good. I was saying that I'm cool. he's got. A, he must have a job at the performance center at the digital. I forgot what the term was, but there was an interview with him. Oh, he was like, "Oh, you've been doing things at the digital desk, at the <laughs> performance center." 
He, he did. That's a noisy I remember he was doing interviews with you know when the, you know before WrestleMania, all the stupid like, all the superstars sit in the stands and stuff and just take it all in. Mm. And he was doing interviews with people like Ricochet and stuff. I remember quite as re- like as recently as WrestleMania, he's been doing stuff. So. When Ricochet, can I have interview? No. Pew. Let's have a run in our mail bags. <laughs> Uh, now time to have a look at our mailbag. Mailbag. Is there any point me doing that voiceovers, guys? Oh, Carl, do whatever you want, Matthew. Okay, I will. Number one, dear Cultaholics, with the potential rise of strong competition in the wrestling business and in the light of John Moxie's recent statements, do you think there will be a comeback of creative control clauses and wrestler contracts? <sighs> Tobias L. from Germany. Thank, thank you, Sean. Tobias. Yeah, danke. I think Tobias was the man who bought me a bean pizza. Was it? A what? He was called Tobias <laughs> and he was from Germany, I think. I thought he was from No, no, not him. What's a, what's a bean pizza? Apparently a pizza. I think it was a pizza punks in Newcastle. You can buy a oh. Heinz bean pizza. I was in my dog cage downstairs. Yeah, having a good time. Right. And uh, a bean pizza arrived and he bought me. A big bean pizza. But it was literally just a pizza base, uh-huh. baked beans, uh-huh. and a little bit of cheese to hold it together. I answered the door. Was it? No, it wasn't cheese at all. It was horrible. Like <laughs> I took it over. Oh, me, good. I took it over for my mum for Mother's Day. <laughs> 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 she didn't like it. Surprise! Does your mum like? Is, does she? Is she like one of like? Is she like a bantery parent? Does she get jokes and that? I, I take the piss. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right then. I think she's learned. <laughs> that came out way too much. That, that was <laughs> sinister. <good. laughs> Wait, uh, where, where's your mum from? Uh, she's from a place called Felton in Fel- Northumberland. Northumberland. Okay. Northumberland. Does she tell you off? For speaking, like saying divin instead of don't and stuff like that. No, I really know. My mum does. Does she? Where's she started doing that. It's all from Bish. My, my, exactly. She's from the region of North and she has a go at me for saying divin and D. No one know what you're talking about, Matthew. I'm like, <laughs> right. You're learning everybody at home, aren't you? Yeah, you divvies. D- getting there. How are you doing? Bloody knackers. How is it gunning? Self-hating northerners. <laughs> one Never thing, knew it. a lot of, before we answer your question. Oh sorry, yeah, go on, you no, no, sorry, One thing is the word Hawaii People at uni always thought that meant hooray, like a celebration. Hooray, <laughs> uh, the lads, like hooray, we've scored a goal. Yeah. But no, oh, some people think it's a greeting as well, like hooray. Well, you know what people think? Hooray, Jack. Hooray actually means come on, and it can be used in every situation that come on can be used in, like an angry one, like come on, like hooray, or like hooray, or like hooray, let's go. It can. Be, that's what hooray mean. There you go. Hooray, hooray. How do you spell it, Matthew? Oh, don't do Hawe. this. This is going to be... If I had to spell it, H O W. Oh, he's right. He's the joint. He's not. Way. It's H A apostrophe W A Y. Oh, south of the river. Oh. Yeah, back to this question. <laughs> Will it be come back a creative control clauses and rest of the contracts? I think we'll know in about a year's time. If AEW gets off to a rip roaring success and people want to leave to go and work there, mm-hmm. I think then we might see it. In WWE, there'll be creative control contract. Maybe. Clauses. Or if, in AEW. Could you imagine if like Seth Rollins goes, I'm oh. sick of this? I'm Universal Champion. I'm sick of this bollocks. I'm going to go for AEW. Vince is going to have to bend over somehow, mm. isn't he? I think the problem is so many people are just like treating it like it's work and go, I don't care. I'm not that really bothered if I go to Saudi Arabia or the moon or I'm getting hit by Lesnar 15 times with a chair. They're all right to keep on doing it. So if they're going to keep on doing that, why would they need to? Mm. It would never happen, but the way you were starting to tell that, I just imagined a second screw job and Seth Rollins is Brett. <laughs> and if, if there was going to be a second screw job, I can so see Seth in the Brett role. Yeah. I don't know why, I just can't. Head and hands. Yeah, you just, it's the hair. It's just literally the hair. <laughs> it's a sad noise. I like that question. The swagger noise. I like the question. I like these questions because it just shows like wrestling's about to get quite exciting, hopefully. 
Yeah, the, the uncertainty is the fun yeah. bit right now. Uh, dear Mafu, Ross, and Jack, the jobber to or who what or whoever decided the podcast. All oh, right, okay. English is my first language. I'm currently experiencing the terrible diet known as keto. Keto, aka Atkins. Oh, okay, right, okay. I thought there was one word. She doesn't do a- aka with the dot. So it was like keto, aka. So that's basically like no carbs. I think it's all carbs, isn't it? But it's just I thought meat. it was no carbs. No, no meat. Carb meats, protein. Carbs is bread and that. Sam knows. Sam. Oh, Sam, oh, right. Sam, oh, Sam does go. it from time to time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to be happy and have energy, but now I'm lethargic, <laughs> hungry, and irritable. All in an effort to lose those pounds. Now, though, seriously, it's going well. Getting all uh, not heavy and healthier, which brings me to the mailbag question of the week: Which WWE wrestler would either of you aspire to be most like physique-wise, if you could be bothered? If it wouldn't kill me, I'd aim for Big Daddy V. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I already know Jack, the jobber, constructs his appearance in the likeness of the great Fit Finley. What? <laughs> so you don't need... Where'd that come from? <laughs> so you don't need to answer. Thanks, guys. He's seen a night out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bring back... I love to hashtag... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jack. My name is Jack. <laughs> and I love to dance to... Yeah, farm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bring back hashtag genocide. Genocide. Oh, Gen. Gen. God, that's like a translating audio. Jen Louise. Love, Penny Pals 15. Okay. Thank, thank you, you, Penny Pals 15. That's a great question. I don't wear that Finley thing. Are, you, fi- are you Finley secretly? No. Uh, which Is it because, oh, does she, or he think you're fit? I don't know. No, I don't think that's what they're saying. I just think Oh, wait, no, if it's got commas around it, so it's ironic. Sorry. Of <laughs> um, the great Finley. Um, which wrestler would I most want to be like physique? Not being funny, right? I'd be, I want to be Kevin Owens. Because okay. he's, he's got massive arms, so like you're scared of him. But also... It's a physique you maintain throughout life. Because when Finn Balor's like 60, he's just going to be like a bit flabby and depressed, isn't he? <laughs> Whereas Kevin Owens is going to be about basically the same. That's a good way of looking at it. Future thinking. Yeah. That, the Reese the Re- Jr. physique is what they call it now. <laughs> I reckon I wouldn't want to be like massively over... I wouldn't want to be like Neville, because that's ridiculous. But I wouldn't want to be like one of the huge ones. I want to be one of the more, one of the more lithe ones. I, I think, say, I think Ricochet's you, got a lovely body. There you go. Could you Rick- imagine being mm. on that aeroplane we went to Vegas and being like a six foot five built brick no. proverbial? Be awful. Although, I w- oh, we do. Oh, no, but Ricochet's shorter than me. I, I would like to be a little bit taller. I never never hit six foot. Sad. We were, though, weren't we? That one year to WrestleMania. Yes. Half the. Plane ride from Hell Part 2. Defiant Wrestling people. Who was the biggest lad? Was Rampage the biggest lad? I like remember overall height and uh, width. Yeah. I remember that Rampage wasn't the tallest on the roster, but Sarah, the physio, said that um, he was the only one who had to shout and massage him on the floor rather than on the bench because he was just too thick for it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so just, his legs were just too big for this thing. His legs were sticking out the room. <laughs> no, but he's not like, he's tall, but he's not like, like Drew was there and stuff. There were taller men, but Rampage was just too much of a thick boy. Yeah. His his thigh. I'm talking about thighs a lot. In this <laughs> but his, his I want to be like Rampage Brown. Sorry, carry on. He's got thighs like people. Yeah, he's got like, a lovely ass as well. And he's a lovely. He's got an ass like a person. Doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> he walked past me once on the way to the ring for his match, and just, I didn't really know much at the time. And he just looked at me and went, "Do I look cool?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "All right." And just carried on. I was like, "He is cool." I've got I well, I, He was one of the ones I was scared of before meeting him. He's a lovely. And you meet man. him. He's a very nice man. Mm-hmm. I like. <laughs> I was almost getting the meeting, but then I remember one time he used to come out to, no, it's the time. <laughs> like every show he'd come out to. And it like faded out before I got to the chorus at one time. So it's like, oh, he's in the ring waiting to go like hit the high notes. And I was like, no, it, it went, yeah, no, it's the time. <laughs> so I figured if I was like backstage, he was like, 
I saw that video you did of me. I'll go, no, it's the time. <laughs> and if you're too busy singing, I can run away. I've remembered a thing. Well, you know when we're talking about, have you got any more wrestling to talk about? And we didn't. We went on to the mailbag. I've remembered a thing. Progress did their 1980s gimmick show. And Paul Robinson right. came out oh, yeah. as Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. Yes. <laughs> and it was incredible to see. The little leap and everything. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, Paul Robinson is just like the heeliest little toe rag heel. And he's just getting cheered and going, ding, ding. Yeah. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah. And Jimmy, have I got his last ever progress match? Oh, But that was a while ago. Carry on. Thank you. Uh, my body... Oh, Customisation. Going through all the physiques. Like, you right, do not go that to the one, gym as well. I have been starting going to the gym, but like it's a work in progress. But does it like this podcast? But apparently, but, the biggest benefit of the gym is how you feel. Exactly. And does it? Would you say that's true? Yes. Lovely. Because yeah. even if I do, even if I go there and I'm like, because I broke my arm when I was little, so it does sometimes like <clears throat> like seize up. You're like, oh, <laughs> there we go. So I have to like probably uh, warm it up. But even if I'm like, okay, there's no weights on the bar and whatever, I'm like, okay, that's something. Yeah. It's you still walk away going, yeah, I'm the man. Yeah. <laughs> and even worse, like I've done that, like and then gone to wrestling shows like that, and I'm just like, I think that's <laughs> page as well. I'm like, oh, you're looking good, man. Be doing deadlifts, looking real jack, baby. <laughs> I'm that one looking guy, real goes, jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that guy who goes to the gym once and like, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> well, so what are, your, what are your macros like when you eat and stuff? And how do you like? Do you just get really? Oh yeah, you're yeah, eating food. That's good. <laughs> you need that to put on weight. They look at me like I don't know what yeah. macros are. By do you eat the lots way. of elk. <laughs> Joe Rogan <laughs> have you seen that video compilation of the guy it's called like watches Joe Rogan once or something and it's just him going like elk elk and it just cuts like that and at one point he's just like hey, if, a, if a cat was fully gro- if a cat was human sized it would F you up and just like <laughs> he just talks about DMT and elk and being at one with nature and sometimes about how animals are killers <laughs> yeah. I go up to people and go I don't go oh not elk but have you tried the Omaha steak <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling depressed <laughs> Especially when I can't find that Omaha steak. <laughs> I can't believe he put that then. W's what like, idiot. W's like prison because you can't eat Omaha steak <laughs> with, with the, the code. W's like prison to get 25% off. I like his transitions. Anyway, Matthew, I love that question. And you know what else I want to wear to the gym? What? Me undies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matthew. Obscure references, Greg. Oh, I like that. Oh, wait, sorry. Jack, who that was, was, the, was that who's the end of the body? last person? That was Kenny Powell's 15. You need your body. Oh, my body. Um, Whose body you take? The No I'm Dar thing, because the idea is No I'm Dar went away and came back and he was fit. So the idea is people don't measure go to the gym. They show up and say, Matthew's Matthew looks good. <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting that. Did Dar get bigger? He got more shredded. Yes, that's it, shredded. He's always had big legs in that, I think. Thighs. I always picture Dar as having big legs, yeah. I don't really notice them, to be honest. But... All right, fair enough. But, and I think I would, the amount of times I mentioned it on this podcast so far. John Moxie's thighs, though. I'm going to go back. That's all I'm going to see in No I'm Dar's ne- next match. Thighs. No, he wears thighs. long. He wears long... Long tried style, oh, doesn't he? Why would you hide them? <laughs> Let them free, man, no arm. Let them breathe. <gasps> it fell off. Oh. What? Put it back on, do That we? doesn't usually <laughs> happen, though, does it, Ross? No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mafia Obscure references. Greg, Jack, that was class, the jobber, and Ross. That was class. Basic. I do? Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know that? I do say that all the time. That was class. I say it like that as well. You do. They've blown my mind. You think that's a bad way to get? I know. And I Ross, basically God twiddle. I felt bad putting that. This in. man could do nothing wrong. It's great. I don't think you're as funny now, sir or madam. Really enjoy the podcast. They help me get through the night shifts. Anyway, got two questions for you. Is there anyone from NXT who you think should go to AEW because they won't get over on the main roster? For me, Johnny Gargano instantly springs to mind. Mm. In my mind, the best wrestler in the world today. 
go back to takeover Philadelphia from January last year. He hasn't had a bad match since. But I feel he'll get lost on the main roster. Mm. Velveteen Dream as well, but I think Triple H has big plans for him. And their name is not on there. Yeah. Big pun. Uh, whoever did this hasn't put the name on it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Just make up a name. Thank you, Joey Joe Joey Joe Shabadoo. Joey Joey Joe Joe <laughs> Shabadoo. That's right. You heard uh, me. So good question there, Joey. Uh, my example's think... in there. Velveteen Dream. A lot of what he Shouldn't. does now, no, won't, won't work. Just because a lot of what he does now is very much tailored to the smarky fan, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't think that will translate to the casuals and the masses. Much like the revival, maybe. But to right. a lesser extent, I guess. In a different way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you are right. There's a big difference between the NXT versions of these guys and then the main roster version. And Gargano was on the main roster a few months ago and went back down Yeah, for the best. Uh, I I agree, Gargano, because... And when him and Champa went up, when when Vince just ruined three years of storytelling, <laughs> went to tag them... Um, it, they looked Gargano especially looked quite like I'm not one of these people who's like size matters in wrestling because it doesn't but in Vince's mind it probably literally does. just been talking about Rampage Brown stuff <laughs> <laughs> but like in Vince's mind he I imagine he could probably look at a Gargano match and be like he's too small because Gargano is quite a small guy Adam Cole as well that's that that's mm. another one as well just because of his arms. his arms I know it doesn't matter but Adam Cole's got really small arms it does looks he? like it looks like he's got small arms on television I bet if we stood next to him I know that's what I mean <laughs> it's like in, in perspective isn't it but uh I Colin Dreamer, my two. Am I am I the only one, by the way, who is like less asked about Gargano now that he's not facing Chapel all the time? Oh, thank you, Ross, because you've said it. Now I can say it. No yeah. one can criticise. Uh, obviously, not talking too much about Takeover, but I cared about Gargano versus Champa because that feud was amazing. Yeah. Gargano versus Cole is just a match, yeah. and that's why I'm bewildered. Where like, okay, not to think we like brother, but like people go the best match in the history of American wrestling, like. That mm. I preferred his feud with Chapman because it was a story, more of a story, right. and that and the match was great as well. But I think that it was the it was really wise to put the belt on Cole because I think Gargano's story he needs a new story. Yeah, he's, he needs a new one. But I think he's unreal in the ring. Yeah, his match with Ricochet was incredible as well. When yeah. he Ricochet did a dive and he caught him on his back, and I was just like, what? No, the match is good, but like Gargano headlining in these matches doesn't work for me because his matches, the main event matches in NXT, and I've said this before. There's good when there's variety. When they're all wrestling these, oh my god, 900 kickout matches, and you've had an entire card of that, apart from you know the ladder match and the women's match. I'm thankful they're different. It's like, all right, hurry up. Really? He's, he's all right. I'm, like, I'm not saying he's bad, but like, it, it's missing something. Okay. I really like him. Okay. But I think it was the right call to get the belt off him. Yeah. I think he was in danger of being booked a bit too. He was kicking out of everything. He was a bit Cena, but he's all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad Cole beat him. Yeah. So Cole can wrestle. Somebody else. Okay. Who? Anybody but Gargano. Uh, Matt Riddle. <laughs> mm. uh, I was going to say, not looking at people who won't make it and should go to AEW, because that's nearly all of them. Like, just in terms of enjoying the product mm. and seeing good characters and like that, because there's very little, apart from Kevin Owens, uh, Stretch, Sami Zayn, there's not been many that success stories. If Looking at people that would succeed on the roster, don't need to go to AEW. I think Matt Riddle's one of the few that would. Yeah. Because yeah. he looks, you know, he's got the body of a god. And he's not Buddha. And he's got that legit thing. I'm just worried well. that he's going to get Dean Ambrose. Wacky. going to make him wacky instead of like, you know, a bit, bit zany and cool. Wacky to baggy. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> that might make him like RVD. Yeah. When, like what was RVD's problem when he was like back when my vocabulary wasn't just cool and what did he say? Yeah. yeah. It'll be yeah. like that, I think. So that's the worry. Mm. Yeah. 
Strong questions this week. Oh, Sensible wow, ones, yeah. Murderers Row there. And I think we answered everything there. So if you'd like to send a hard-hitting question to three men who know what's happening in the world of wrestling, <laughs> by God, then please send them to... Ficky4 online. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag at cultaholic.com. I'm Mike Sembervivi. <laughs> I'm a horse dig. And Reese's Pieces takes us near the end of this. Uh, if you haven't watched this, it's not because we like the candy of the same name, but people brought that to us in Vegas. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And I ate all of them. Uh, it is... Did you make it through all your multivitamins? I've still got them. How many? <laughs> oh, God, you get so many in a pack. <laughs> Even giving them out to people. Because the idea was, again, if you didn't watch the Vegas thing, was I went around and warmed the crowd up by giving people multivitamins because someone said, Make sure you get some because, you know, lots of wrestling fans in one place. Ugh. As Ambrose <laughs> would say, smelly people. And so I thought, well, I've got 10,000 of these things. I might as well give them out to people. But <coughs> in Vegas, a lot of things that are legal that shouldn't be legal. So people are going, what is this really? Like, <laughs> no, it's a multi <laughs> I didn't say one before the stage show, in fair. <laughs> so I was like, ah. I, I had one. Felt better for it. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Felt alive. That'll be the drugs. <laughs> and so we have the option now. Uh, oh, here we go. Submit by Brooke Rattenbury. CFO, how do you say this anyway? Is it CFO Dollar? CFOS, I think. CFOS. All right, the music people. Yeah. Versus Jim Johnson. Oh, well, I mean, Ooh, oh, I mean, I mean it's a lot closer than you think is when it? you look at You've got Nakamura's theme. Just think of all the yeah. new themes that are amazing. Bobby Rude. Rude. Undisputed Era. Yeah. Undisputed Era. Aye. There's a lot of really good themes about at the minute. Jim Johnson. 205 Live. They've all got good themes. Jim Johnson's got the iconic edge, though. So many of his theme tunes are like Austin's. That's the difference, isn't it? CFO dollar signs. They're like they're just good songs, aren't they? But Jim Johnson's it like fits everybody. Yeah, to, to an extent. That's why he's better. Yeah, Jim Johnson obviously created so many great mu- music and songs. But then it came to a period where, like, the early to mid two thousand, late two thousands, every dude song was like like dun 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 dun. Like it, it, they all sounded exactly the same. That's my main criticism for CFO dollar signs. Like everyone has an intro and it stops and then the song starts. <coughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. Who's is it? Oh, it's an example. I can't remember who it was. Cesaro's? I like his theme. theme. No, who was it? <laughs> Lars Sullivan, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is it his? Dun, his dun, just dun, needs dun, to start dun, when it... Dun, 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 yeah, mm. just start when it kicks in. The one me. that frustrates me is, and I, I, I'm assuming it's CFO, I don't know if it is, but... Um, you know how a lot of the best themes have like a sting at the start, like the glass shattering or something that gets the crowd like, oh, it's this person. But the Miz has got about four. It's like mm. quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet? Oh, sir, I came to. There's like four in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's too I many. I think that works though, because that fits his character. I think it should be awesome. I came. I don't think it needs quiet on the set. No, because because you got quiet on the set. Quiet on the set's like the build up to, it. and everyone tries to do it by the way. Oh, and they're always on. <laughs> yes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to go for Jim. Hmm. You've got to go for Jim. I'm going for Jim just because it fits the. Ca- I missed how it like certain songs fit a character more. I know like Matt Riddles and people like that are starting to again, but like yeah. a lot of them are just standalone good songs rather than good songs for a guy. Although I do, I disagree. I'm gonna go with CFO Dollar Signs just for. Here's to the greatest, greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It is closer that, than you that, think, isn't it? Some uh, of these songs are literally keeping these. People's career, <laughs> like Mike can ask about that song is back to Impact Wrestling, wrestling for hot dogs. It got Bobby Roode an NXT title run. <laughs> Bobby Roode, <laughs> but wasn't that it was written for Nakamura, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. And then James Storm left, and then Bobby, no, it, had, it was <coughs> no, involving no, no. James Storm somehow, wasn't it? No. Um, 
AJ Styles, the, the, well, yes, no, that, that was, was going to be James Storm. Yeah. That's another good one, isn't it? And then Nakamura mm. just went, no, doesn't really yeah. fit me. He goes, I'm like Freddie Mercury, but don't make it too obvious. So then that could, both versions of that song are great. I like the the, uh, the video of the lads, whoever sings Glorious, the lads recording it. There's just four of them in a room just all going, Glory! <laughs> like jumping about and stuff. It's good. Very intense. I hope so. We have the exact Glorious. No, they're all like, like, <laughs> like arms around each other. And like, it's really good. I think it was Ramstein did that when they were filming that, like a choir for um, You Are What You Eat and You Eat My Dick, or whatever that translates in Germany. And you had like, these, these people, like, like operatic people going, oh, and they filmed them, like, and the guys are cracking up doing it. And all this, like, like you know, orchestra room going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen, have you seen the recording of The Shield recording the Sierra, Hotel, Indigo, Echo? They all do that. And I think it's Ambrose at the end. It goes, Shield. Actually, it sounds like Rollins. Yeah. Wait, they did it. There's a video of them doing. There's a video like, of them doing it, yeah. Well, the amazing bit where they say. This. There's just all of them stood around going, Sierra. Hotel. They look really bored, actually. To be <laughs> well, fair. Yeah, like yeah. Looks like you're Here's that. some trivia for you. Go on. Do you remember Big Show's? Oh well, I guess it. Oh yeah, I know this. Yeah. Uh, who did the well at the start of Big Show's first theme? Michael P.S.A. Oh, what a set of pipes. But there was like that, that tweet that went around for ages going, everyone thought like Big Show was singing it. And it has like a picture of Big Show going, like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's the joke, I thought it was Big Show. There's the joke that Big Show's theme when it changed, because it used to be the big, well. Yeah. And then as everyone got less excited to see him, it was more like, well, it's the Big Show. <laughs> oh, God, it's the Big Show. Yeah. Again, again, <laughs> again. The big, big, right. Big, big, big. Thank you for Reese's Pieces. Oh, yeah. There we go. Come Fantastic from. second name person. Brooke Rattenbury. Rattenbury. Mm, that name again is Brooke Rattenbury. <laughs> Can you please come to the checkout? <laughs> Your car is double parked. <laughs> so, if you have a Reese's Pieces for us's, then please send them to mailbagacultaholic.com again. It's Cultaholics. The and in the big, big, big. Yeah, I did the exact same joke again. Yes. Big question this week. Seeing we were just talking about CFO pound sign versus Jim Johnson. <laughs> Best wrestling theme ever. We're finally going to answer it because this question gets asked so much in the mailbag. Oh, it's, it's a tough one. Like, it is a toughie. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> I haven't talked enough this podcast. Straight off the top of my head to saying this, big boss man's hard times. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with one of the iconic ones and you've gone for... That is like, you don't think that's iconic? Not as iconic. If you ever take a trip down a cop car, car be Georgia, you better read the, the lines, respect the law and all you some hard times. Do, do, do. It is a good thing. Hard times. Do, do, do. You know the big oh boss man. <laughs> In a pink I'm going to keep on line. singing this until you come up with one. Oh, uh, well, he carries a big stick, a ball chain. I like, I really like latter day The Rock theme. The heel one. No, like later, come back The Rock. Like the big, if you, when you, by the time he's got the, if you smell, when it gets to the stage where the guitar solo is ridiculous. Because <laughs> his entrances for WrestleMania when he made event against Cena are really good entrances because it's just too over the top. And the guitar solo is way, like wailing away. And he shows one of the cheerleaders his bicep. Oh, it's so good. She's like, oh my god, The Rock. It's so good. What you like? Uh, so, uh, The Rock's is class. Austin's, obviously. Jericho's as well, actually. Jericho really like 2K2 Jericho? would have been mine, like, for the entire, the entire package. In the world. No, no. Oh. But that period of time, because the change that, I don't know if you noticed, but the change the drums, when he's a heel and a baby face. Oh. When he's a heel, the, the, drums, the drums are heavier. And oh. that makes a big difference for me. Break the walls. Everything's a lot deeper. Oh. Also, Undertaker Ministry theme. 
Oh, which one? Because you have the one in 98, which... Oh, you Sadistic. had like SummerSlam 98, where it's obviously sold bass, but then 99 on the Do We Have the Volume... Do We Have the Music Volume 4 has, like, the, the, the bells. Yeah, the 99 one. Yeah. Dun, 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 Is it Judgment, dun, 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 judgment Day? When he's, uh, he's got, like, the fire behind him, it's, like, one of the... Mm. I think it's Judgment Day judgment. 98, maybe? maybe? When he's against Kane? Oh, oh yeah. That yeah, one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that, 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 that's the one from the Music Volume 3. Yeah. Yes. That one. Because then he did the updated one with, like, sleigh bells. <laughs> I think it's some sort of bells. Sleigh bells. I swear to God. Listen to it. Take it close. Yeah. The, uh, oh, oh, oh. Dan Grells. Oh, the yes. Nine, the 99 Rumble when he makes his entrance, there's drunk lads in the front row going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a good one. Um, Your pal. Hmm? Your pal, Down the Beast. <coughs> that's a banger. That's an underrated song. Christian, At Last, unbelievable. At last, you're on your own. That was, <laughs> that was good, that. <laughs> well, you did well there. Oh, it's good. Um, Mike Olson, ECW. Oh, I forget. How does that go? No. <laughs> what's the best? We try to get it going over there, but not many. T- I think uh, a fair people were doing it, weren't they? But not too many. It's fairly not niche, on the podcast. Just around the pool, just a pair of them. Why? Took a head out the window. Stuck <laughs> on the builders. What's um, the best modern one in WWE? What's the best current one? Rollins. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I it, it is usually, but on this week on Raw. God, he got near pop. <laughs> really? <laughs> burn it, burn it down. It I, really, but I don't think there's much to that because I really fit his character that much. Really like undisputed eras. Yeah, mm. but maybe but part of it's their entrance and how they like walk with it. But I really like it. Um, who else got a class one? I am a real American. <laughs> Before obviously you know, I'll active it roster. Oh well. Give it. By the time this comes out, it'll have won the Saudi Arabia <laughs> Battle Royal. <laughs> so, imagine if he actually has right now, as we say. We we predict. Yeah. Um, substitute it. We predict that <laughs> Rick Rude will win the Battle Royal. <laughs> I like. Um, well, it's just a song, isn't it? Though I was going to say I like Ronda Rousey's, but it's Joan Jett. It's just a song. Everyone yeah. knows that song. Yeah, copyrighted music. We're talking about then. You know. Yeah. On the biker takers, rolling, rolling. No. Oh, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfects. Curtis Axel is better than that, though. Oh, you know. Dun, 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 Because he's a buddy, so there's drums. Oh, I'm learning now. Thanks, Ross. I really like this Fire Burns. I preferred it to Cult of Personality from Sam Pong. I don't know why. I just thought it was better. And there was a little pause where you could hear him go, We get that reference. Because he's comic. my entire gimmick, isn't it? Ross doesn't. He might not. Oh, it's clobbering time. Yeah. I'm going to clue where it came from. I do. Matthew, I'm a nerd. I know oh, what it means. Oh, well done. Well it's done, It's from the yeah. Fantastic Four. That's right. Which member of the Fantastic Four is it? The Thing. That's right. No, what's this guy's name? What? I'm joking. But the thing um, is, CM Punk's nothing like The Thing. If Lesnar said it, then it would make sense. The Thing is just a big blow. Hey, Lesnar, say a line. That's right. <laughs> but Punk um, likes Fantastic Four, apparently. I think good... Because oh, I'm trying to think what, what songs I would have put on my pod... Not my podcast. My, um... Your Walkman. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> CD player. I'll talk now. Sorry, we're getting, we're getting on a bit. But you've said more. Uh, the tape deck. Yeah. I used to like Benoit's theme a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because... Well, which Benoit. one? For God's sake. The one with words or without? Without words. Without words. Because that's almost like the the shark from Jaws. Like, there's a little pause there. And like, right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, that is. And then Edge Benoit and, coming. And then Edge and Christian did their version of it. Here comes Chris Benoit. 
He's really angry. Uh, Another underrated one, Al Snow's heel theme. You know, it was a heel. Oh, it was all weird. Didn't yeah. Have any vocal, yeah. And he went back to having the head one. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. Uh, Kane's original one was class. Of course. The organ mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Oof. Slow chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wonder oh <laughs> I got, how can we go this far? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, I didn't even think it was that good until Xavier Woods took it mainstream. I, I, Do you re- know I didn't, I didn't, I was never on board with it until Xavier Woods. I got that endurance. But like around WrestleMania season, I was listening all the time. It's a, uh, yeah, same. I never really got it, but now I do. Oh, Nick Gage. Come out to For Whom the Bell Tolls on Metallica, surrounded by guys going, Nick Gage, Nick Gage, Nick Gage. That's the best. Oh, you ever seen it? Scott Hall in ECW when he comes out to uh, the Fugees. Yes. Oh, Ready or not. What an unbelievable yeah, song that is for a wrestling team. That's right. Scott Hall as well. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> for some reason, I just popped it in my head. Scott Steiner with all the sirens and that. I like that. I thought it was good. It's like, oh. Those weren't sirens. Those were preemptive sensors. We've got the <laughs> mic. <laughs> Oh. So, so who, what is the greatest theme of all time? That's the question. Austin's. Of all times. All of them? Oh. Ass man. Oh, <laughs> yes it is. Of course it is. There we go. The best theme tune of all time is Billy Gunn's I'm an ass man. Boop, boop. Oh, I'm an ass man. <laughs> boop, boop. Did you do it again? Yeah, I'm an yes, ass I am. He clarifies yes. in case you yes, didn't. Did I go to say ass man? Yes, I did. Thank you for asking. And then he goes, Zach Dynas, man. He likes to kick him. I can't remember. He likes to love him. him. He likes to throw him. He loves to kick him. him. I love to shove him. him. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, though, if it was playing, I could sing along, but I can't think what they are right now. I love to to whack him. I think you ran out. Your thesaurus wasn't working that day, so it's I love love to to lick him. him. And I'm going to kick him. That's one of the lines. I love to sort them out medically. I'm going to kick him. Do to be the last one before the kick? Yeah, before it kicks in. Mm. Right, there we go. We've solved it. There was a problem. We board. are ass men. There was a yeah. <laughs> we are ass men. <laughs> it's, it's so dead, but <laughs> we are ass men. Yes, we're ass men. We are men. Whoa. We are men of the ass. Have a good... Ass man <laughs> is his name. All his victims feel the pain. Drop dead. Ass man slam. <laughs> you go down and your bum hurts. Oh, we never talked about Becky Lynch's new finisher name. The manhandle <laughs> slam. Oh, that's right. Go on, but... It used to be called The Last Ride, apparently, which I think is a much better name. Last Ride? The Last Ride. Oh, oh. Mm. Last Ride. Because she's called The Last Ride. It's more of a rock bottom, though, than The Last yes, Ride. it's a rock bottom with a crotch grab. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, not... not cr- what am I talking about? It's a urinagi. Pull the arm. Nah. I'm glad we ended that on that hot note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining and putting up with the Call It Halleck Wrestling Podcast. Jack, anything to plug or talk about? Um, Not that I can think of. At Jack the Jabber on Twitter. That's fine. Ross, the same. At Ross on Rasslin on the Twitter and the gram. I'm going to put over your husband, Sam Driver, because he's such a good man. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. That was sincere. <laughs> that was very sincere, wasn't it? You've been watching us on YouTube, but you can also follow us on... Uh, or give us money on... Uh, oh, sorry, right. Oh, patreon.com yeah, forward slash... Oh, I'm sorry, that was I was like, what's the Instagram name? <laughs> um, patreon.com forward slash cultaholic, if you so desire. And the mailbag is mailbag at cultaholic.com. And until next time, if you'd like to, please join us. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 